Dude, you Mr. are um you were our second official guest wow. for season. I'm really honored. Like I yeah. I really love set stories. I um I have like love you. Uh I have two shirts and I got like some recognition on set uh from someone for that episode, which was really great. We talked about a lot of different stuff. So it was just like it was like even a blast from the past because that was like four years ago or something. Yeah, right? two thousand. Yeah. Uh, yep. Twenty twenty. Pulled up the picture. Twenty twenty, uh, but it was right before the pandemic hit. It was February. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, oh we were God, all so, yeah. together in the same room, like we're this is gonna be great, right? Twenty twenty is gonna. New year, new us. Little did we know. Little did we know. Little did we know. But anyway, we're so happy to have you have you back on, man. Seriously. Are, Thank you. Are you happy, Hootie? How happy are you? Are you? Where's yeah? <laughs> well, can I get, can I get one of these? Can I get... Well, honestly, at this <laughs> moment, I am very happy, but life has nice. been really difficult lately. Well, so you're not the only one who. <sighs> yeah. Well, ever... at least you guys are working on a feature. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's luck right there. It is. Honestly, yeah, no, I. It really is. There's so much to talk about in this just moment in time to be like living in LA and to be a, a freelance film worker right now with the talks of like the WGA going to like contract negotiations mm -hmm. and like May 18th, what that what that's going to mean for us. Um, at least in the LA scene, you know, and what that means for the the nation of filmmakers that we all are you know we're all part yeah. of uh and i'm super happy no you're so right in this moment this has been really i've never had this kind of dichotomy i've had other times where i've been working and my friends hasn't been working that's happened before but never has it been just like a collective like we're not working and i'm working you know i've never been on this end of it where it's like i've always been part of the we are not working and i'm like I'm one of the few people to uh, to be working right now. And it's it's super, I'm super fortunate. You know, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Who was my invite on the feature? I, so, and you should ask Charles where his was, because like that's- You want to know how I got on that one? It, it is a story to talk about how I got on that. On the feature. casting couch? Please don't say casting couch. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, it was it was even more intimate than that, honestly. Intimate. Oh, um, whoa. Intimate. <laughs> intimate. Yeah, how do you get more intimate than the casting couch? Good Lord. Intimate. Charles knew me. Um, okay, so <laughs> I the story I got from Charles, I think it's it's it'd be funny to tell it from my perspective because I've been working this feature and I was a grip. Um, the best boy got a better uh, better gig, so I became the best boy. And in that transition, we needed someone to replace me as a grip. Hmm. Um, so like literally, I'm just at the start of the day, I'm like, oh, we need a guy like and we need a guy for at least the next week, if not the end of the show. Um, big so you go down the list. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so and, and like I'm new to L.A., so it's not like I have a, a, a like a grand list of anything. Right. So it's not I was going to start asking. Probably get to Charles for sure, man. Like you're like one of my like, if not my first, second. Are you really? We oh, forget about we forget. I know we forget about people, man. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I go through my contest. I'm like, that guy was good as fuck. You know, and you yeah. try to remember him. 
I, I had, uh, I'll talk about this a little later, but even the gaffer that would replace the gaffer on the feature I'm on is someone I met in like 2020. And it's funny when like someone puts their number in your phone and it's already, yeah. it was already there. You, you, guys ever done, <laughs> yeah. you guys ever had that experience? Crazy, it, was yeah. like, it was already there. Oh man. I get, um, oh, you're the set stories guy. Or like, hey, I remember you. You told me about set stories. Mr. Set stories guy. Set stories. Yeah. I hardly recognize you without the wig, honestly. Without the. It's all branding. It's all branding. Yeah, I just go like this. And then I'll just. It's like a chia pet. I'm jealous. I'm jealous, honestly. Like, hey. No, at least you still have your real hair. Yeah. Well, but, well you know, this this episode is a little different because right now I'm gonna do the intro, but I'm not gonna edit it in the way that I do just because Kevin is Kevin is an OG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, OG. We're in. We're just, I've been here. We're just talking. We love each other. Six. You guys do. You guys are like hanging out with us in in the studio. Whatever you guys, we love you guys. Anyway, welcome to Set Stories Podcast, everybody. Um, Woo! of course, I'm Hootie. This is Charles. We have. Kevin B. Simmons. Kevin B. Simmons. Give it up, Kevin Simmons. Right in the corner. If you guys didn't know, he was on our season one, episode three, and episode we're now in three. our season six. So this goes a long way back. So it welcome does. back, Kevin. Look Thank at you so much look at the, the look at the picture on Set Stories Instagram. Yeah. Set dot stories, and you'll see yeah. Mr. Kevin in the flesh, in the fresh. I yeah. grew up my hair. Fresh. I like that. For real, you look because. You look, man, you you look different. Yeah. Oh, I look Go different. Video, bro. <laughs> so, so what has the pandemic done to you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It made me uh, cut my hair again. And I was like, oh, well, maybe a mohawk's not the look right now. Uh, was that Dude, like you look dope, though. That looked really cool. A it, blue it mohawk. A blue okay. mohawk. That's yep. Honest to God, the whole, my, I wanted to get a mohawk just to have it once in my life. I learned it's a lot of work to have a mohawk. Like, this is less work than having a mohawk. E -E. Um, I had to, like, color that thing and everything. Oh. And I wanted, I wanted to basically have a character that has, like, a changing mohawk where it could be a different thing every day. So I wanted to see how realistic that was. That would be a good, that would be a cool character. I'd watch him. Oh, yeah. oh, I got at the very least right. to see what kind of new mohawk he has. Just like on Squidbillies, <laughs> if you watch Squidbillies the cartoons, every episode he has a new hat on. You're right. Yes, <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Oh, I love uh, those little things that change per episode, like an opener, uh, like uh, you know, I don't know, like name a show when they just change like one thing and like the opening, like a new, like Futurama, right? It's always a new clip of animation that they mm -hmm. blend in and in the intro. It's like yeah, it's, it's, it's that blip. Yeah, it is. It keeps it original. The couch gags for the Simpsons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my Something god. New. Legendary. You know? um, so, so Kevin and I already met, and we're not even going to use this time to talk about the podcast. We're just going to fuck around. <laughs> we're just going to be buddies. National yeah. Beer Day. Oh, hey, yeah. yo, people watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have alcohol right now. I got to join. Is so. it really? <laughs> it's National Beer Day, say. No, Shot. it's not. It's, it's Good Friday. What are you talking about? Yeah, Good Friday is National Beer Day. It's the same, same thing. thing. You know, same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Any other day. Oh, that's so day. funny. But yeah, um, what have you, you, so you were talking about you're doing a, your, not your first feature, but your feature, first feature being as a key grip. Right. Yes. So right now I'm working my first feature as a key grip. And I've worked as a key grip on like music videos small one day things i might have been in charge of like 
two people, you know, me, <laughs> and you know, a few people. This is the first time where I'm like, I'm a key grip. I got a best boy. And like, ideally, um, I'm trying to get like four grips uh, to do this like non-union feature. It's been a, it's been a show. Charles has been holding it. God dang down. We're working together as of now on this feature. This is a mm -hmm. first. We literally, we're going through it's, I, I, lo I love you guys. I love the people we're working with. And that's what's keeping us together, despite everything. Where, where was my invite? Honestly, I, I know. And they, the, you know, they already have experience. <laughs> if you know how to build the JL Fisher of JL Fisher jib on a JL hashtag JL Fisher. Oh, God. You can JL Fisher, JL Fisher. <laughs> they already had BTS, though, who'd. Damn. Oh, um, that's all good. I keep, you know, I'll keep a lookout for you. Shit. No, yeah, no, sure. ditto. Did I always keep a look out yeah. for my friends? But by the time I come on, it's like too late already, you know, like same deal. Well, you always gotta ask yourself, because like I feel like this some of you guys feel the same way, but like it's always like I get into like positions of no work. Like I was down a month, like February, I had two days. Oh, that I yeah. Um, January wow. I had zero, and then all this works like fell on my lap, right? about mm. the movie. And it's always that thing where I was like, I was in the no work. I was like, please, 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 please get me in. And now I have some work. And I'm like, fuck. That's, yeah. No, that's how it is, oh. man. And that that's the difference. That's like the difference between working in this industry than other jobs is, you know, we're the best thing I'll tell is that you're good as your best job. But when it comes with the flux of, of work coming in and out, we can't really control that. We yeah. know statistics, you know, like there's pilot season and then, you know, there's like a writing season. Usually shit gets things tend to pick up in the summer because the days are longer mm -hmm. and they can you you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. and, and you People know don't want to work december because of christmas of, yeah holidays so we kind of feel that way but this way was pretty intense um three i think some people went three months uh more than that like since november without work and now starting yeah, to i'm still up. there i'm yeah. still there guys all, yeah we are cheers to that there you go cheers national beer day um but in my opinion this the real is not, this isn't vodka but it's water <laughs> Oh, it looks like vodka. I, da like, I think I would die if I had this much vodka in my system. Oh, hootie. No, but yeah, no, I know. It's just because of like the strike that's going on. And hopefully by the time this episode airs, it will be resolved and stuff like that. But um, we might be, we might be going into a strike. Is the is, thing like that's that the, are you guys following that what's what's happening no i'm following it for sure i don't are we already is it already started like i, thought I, it was I don't know but i i have heard that by may things should start getting picking up again so i don't know what that oh, okay means. but I, I, I just heard that from one person i understood so my my understanding is that like may 18th is the day that they're gonna vote to strike or not but like right now the industry is cooled down because they're anticipating potentially they're going to vote to strike, mm -hmm. which would shut down the industry effectively. I mean, the right, at least anything that's WGA affiliated. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I think right now people are like, I've heard a lot of, like I was on this job with other electricians. I was, I met this electrician that worked on like Mandalorian since season one. Oh yes. Uh, we revisit yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, but he was telling me about like you know tiers, whatever scale projects being pushed, being like uh, rescheduled, just uh, in in hiatus because they're not 
terribly sure where the industry is going to look like after May. How scary uh, after man. the vote with the WGA. So, so the last the last strike lasted, I think it was like uh, eight months or something. Wow, Back in like two thousand eight or something. I remember right. that. One. Yeah, that was a big one. And it's funny. I think it was like the Wolverine movie broke the strike or something. It's like a, it's like one of these funny like random 2000 wolverine would break a strike shit <laughs> no i don't like, like the wga the contracts the or yeah. whatever they wanted yeah it's it's a shame that how this shit has to come ha- comes up all the time why couldn't and the thing is it's like why it's like are you know is iatsi really like, like they're protecting us but are these productions and studios really trying to just get more money are they trying oh. to really skimp the people is that because these people they need the work and it's a huge thing, you know, like if they're going strike, people can't work. People that have houses, families, you know, um, and they don't want to cross the picket line because we know that what happens. But yeah, on the other hand, you know, you have the uh, the contract, people who are making the contract and, you know, want to get them to sign it and agree to these. Yeah, terms. but it's also like people who say they're going to go on strike don't want to go on strike. Nobody wants no, that to have. Yeah, we want to keep working like, and making the money. It what right like i i enjoy the work we do but i do want it to be uh fairly compensated so it's a tough it's like a tough place to be just like you know oh yeah i trust i trust everyone it's it's all everyone's playing how do you say it's the hurts coming on both sides you know i'm not trying to be an apologist for producers there's definitely like you know a few of these like big head companies that just kind of like you know, are secure, trying to secure whatever the bag is. And like the bag is changing so much nowadays in terms of like what is profitable in film and television. There's, uh, there's so and, many outlets, so many mediums. Media. Yeah, absolutely. YouTube, the internet, just it's getting just like, insane. But you say that it's even like old stuff is becoming outdated. And that's, uh-huh. that's also part of the transition is like older technology and the people that worked in those technologies, uh, are getting like not distant. I don't know if disenfranchised if I'm using that word right, but I remember meeting this person shooting in their house for a random pickup day uh, for a feature I wasn't part of, something like that, right? Like I didn't understand it, but I was just gaffing this thing. Mm-hmm. I was even tightest driveway of my no, life. I was supposed to be there. Just see. Yeah, you were. I, I was just walking down the street, and they're like, hey, "Get over here! <laughs> <laughs> get over oh, here! Scorpion, right you over there!" I had my gloves on, so you know. You were carrying a, a C stand and a and a, and a sandbag with you yeah. at all times, just to make sure that you're seen as a filmmaker. <laughs> that's how you get work. That's how you. That's Bro, how you do. Not a bad idea. Your calling card. Here's a forty inch C stand. I don't, I don't have a walkie-talkie, I just have a surveillance, just like yeah. always. <laughs> yeah. always there. The walkie-talkies are too expensive. Those are like yeah, Jesus, like 800 bucks. 800 bucks a piece. Disgusting. <laughs> but anyway, wow. continue, sorry. Oh, no, I mean, Not so. I love telling even just like blimps of stories. That's what this is all a bite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, that's how my life feels about like feels uh, just these collection of blimp stories. Yeah, just little blimps that come out of randomness. But But you know what's so funny about this? Right. So it's a writer's strike. The writers are going to strike potentially, what allegedly, whatever. It's so funny because everything that's being, um, at least in the union, like big budget theater, theatrical release, whatever type movies, it's all remakes. Yeah, everything is reality. 
Yeah. So it's just very, it's very bizarre. It's not bizarre. They just being lazy. They're like, ah, oh, let's just do no. it. Didn't get yeah. it last year. It's it's definitely decisions made in in like fear and scarcity. They just want to go back to like what they know. Yeah. Um, there's even like this kind of like, I was just watching. Uh, I don't want to name drop another another thing. And you're good. Do it. Name drop all you want as long as I really good. like them. And, 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 and long as like you it. really hate this person, if no, you really no. really hate them. No. Name drop them. <laughs> No, don't do it. <laughs> uh, I was just watching this thing, and uh, it was just talking about um, this, like, return in traditionalism, and, like, e that's even happening in cinema, like, uh, this ironic romantic romanticization of the Hayes Code. Which was like the old like oh God, you can't have yeah. sex on 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 yeah. uh, on you can't the kiss camera. for more than five seconds on yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Like, and like that kind of stuff is becoming almost not not that people are trying to like uh, bring back the Hayes Code, but like consequently, there's been this movement of like putting less sex scenes and showing less sex in movies. Um, it's both been a profit margin kind of thing where they want to start selling movies to like international audiences. So mm -hmm. they want their films to be as like wide audience as possible, like even transnational. Um, so there, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of that. There is also just in this kind of like, uh, I don't want to say the R word, but like wherever the world's at. What are R word? Uh, recession. Redemption. Red Dead Redemption 2 was not that great of a game. That's the R word <laughs> that I was thinking of. You said, okay. Uh, what'd you say? Um, recession? Recession, recession, yeah. It's just an idea. It's just an idea. It's just a little, but I think it's in, it's inspired a lot of people to just like go back to like traditionalist kind of ways. Like people almost, I think that's even why like like Marvel really works. You know, it's like um, you know every like comic books, superheroes, this kind of like excellence in people. Um, it's cool to see those movies. Um, I, I you know like it's it's great to see them like actually oh shit, but. Um, they're they're banking it's all money thing and yeah, it's all nowadays it is and the way they're you know it's like i love those I, I like those films they're great they're keeping the story i guess it's all good but i wish they would be more respectful i heard like the their visual effects people they they don't really take good care of them and i right <laughs> um, yeah, there's a like, consequence guys, to this art for sure and it they, is but they that they're like the backbone of any Marvel movie. Like, what do you mean? They are, mean that's all like, they're in the lenses. You see, like, a, you see, like these, like, like titles, directors. There's always like director. Sometimes they spell like, them wrong. Visual effects, <laughs> and it's like a whole like paragraph. Do they do the Starbucks <laughs> thing? It's like we're gonna spell your name wrong on purpose. Um, Some of them do. You know, there's I've like one right next to it. It's always like like a second one. Kevin like, Kevin Feige. How do you print? How do you say? Yeah. His, how do you spell his last name? We'll just put like feta cheese or something. I don't know. I just put a picture. Let's put a picture of you know a guy smiling, like a little stick figure. It just ended all the names. All right, there they went. <laughs> yeah. uh, rolling credits by Kevin B. Simmons. <laughs> But no, you're you're you are right. I mean, like the post pipeline. I work so much in production that something I've really been clicked on recently is just like how little I know about like people in different departments uh, and their kind of like work lifestyle. Uh, specifically, right now we're just talking about like people in post. Like you know, um, we can talk about posts. 
No, definitely we can. Yeah. I had a couple of oh, okay. work and posts. You should. It's, it's like, great to know the post before you know. You know, before you start shooting it. You know, storyboard is oh, yeah. great. Like, where is it going to land? Yeah. You know, any any editors out there? Like, in my opinion, the best directors were were editors. And I know I edited for fucking many a year with yeah. many but hours. Also, but also, like, what directors need to know, and maybe producers too, but like mostly directors, you need to like you know how the director talks to the DP before you shoot. That's mm -hmm. how you need to talk to your editors and your editing team, your sound design team, yeah. the same way as you would describe how to film a scene. Communication you know, is the greatest issue on set. Yeah. I, the greatest issue. It's the greatest issue. And it's like, and it takes a lot to make that better because like you're asking, how do you inspire communication? You know, it's so tough. I, I try to do that as a key grip even. There's, I, I, I got the sandwich. Because trying to break news to people who you're bought your boss and try to tell them like you're basically trying to tell them that they're they're wrong and they should listen to you. Um, it's it's hard to do it, especially to uh you know, like department heads, um, direct, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. director cinematographer, and the cinematographer goes through it. You know, I go through a cinematographer, we go through it as keys and gaffers. Um, but gaining the trust is like the hardest thing, you know, like. You have to gain their trust in order for them to listen to you. That's why these relationships last so long because like, hey, the CP trusts me. I worked with them for 30 years, so he trusts me to do whatever, even though they may fight and bicker. Yeah. Um, but but if, to they, get if they have ego, that's it. You're done. It's Well, yeah. And they can't step down from that ego because it's yeah. funny. I've realized you want – I have so little ego sometimes that I feel like I can never like be like this kind of rock star I want to see in like movies or whatever, in like projects. But – uh. You like it's like people who can't like step down from those egos. Oh, like no, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, you know who we're talking about, Charles. <laughs> so oh, you, you definitely can step down. There was a moment uh, I had to practice that. Oh, uh, it's it's humidity, humidity, it's humidity, humility, <laughs> humility. And you know what? It's all good. And honestly, like I dealt with so many people like that. But my thing is a sandwich. Like be like you got you're great, you're awesome. Perhaps this could, or asking the right questions. Like we talked about this, asking the right questions, get what you want, yeah. you know, because too, like, like you said, communication, we have to move stuff twice. You have to do double work, do lack of communication. Um, no, for, and that's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of different things. I mean, I feel I have a profound respect for like when someone just moves a box, you know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot going on biomechanically speaking mm -hmm. that's involved in that movement. Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot that can consequently go wrong too and there was just like this amazing moment the other day which was like <clears throat> i've never heard of someone at like and i've been working in like nine years i've i've hollywood plenty of things um i've held them for a minute or two for a for a shot i've never heard anyone ask me to hollywood a 12 by 20 solid uh hollywood with just like me and like i'm 26 you know i'm like supposed to be in the prime of my life i'm at least in like my rubber phase is is like coming up coming out right but like i'm working with guys like who are i think like our oldest is like some guy in his like late 40s and like 50s hmm. and he's like you know find something you know it's like first off you're not going to get the height you want what kind of call is that <laughs> i ask him like why do you want that and nope. he says, so there I can, go why why? Yeah. why do you want that and he tells me so it could be quiet for sound hmm. 
and I'm and I, I had this whole thing on set. I mean, of course, this takes hours to kind of like a figure out, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, Charles, you were there for it, you know. It's it's always funny the kind of when you're when you're oh, in real life. N- no, this is this this is like it's not only on set, but this is like life because they're not going to be the first person in this in any situation you're going to run into like this, you know. And it's communication, it's standing up for yourself and being straight up. And be, you know, and we resolved the issue because Kevin was a great leader, great communicator, and the cinematographer was willing to work with them after after you earned yeah. his trust. I saw that because you have to earn his trust because this is the first time you keyed for him. You know, Absolutely. if he if he saw you do big rigs and all this shit, be like, oh, Kevin knows what's going on, and yeah. he went to you. Like when he started asking you questions, I'm like, there's hope, there's hope. He wasn't just like, do it. And that's a really thank you for for telling me that because I need I needed that to even reflect on man because like at the beginning of the day when I'm like my first time as key grip being asked can you Hollywood this my first response is like first off I can't because you want me as a key grip and as a grip it both I I need to be at your side I can't be at your side yeah. and Hollywooding a thing so for I like asked for another guy and instantly got it and I never had that that's happen. how you know they got the money oh, but they're holding it back. Sorry to interrupt. That was such a funny moment. And I instantly doubled down later. I was like, also a dolly grip. I was like, more. I was like, yeah, give me more. How yeah, much money you got? What is it? What's your what's your rate? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, he said absolutely. he said for you to hold it would be quieter for sound. Does he not right. know that human so, beings move like mm-hmm. naturally? We're not we're not C stands. Oh my goodness. Right. If you're in so, India, you could be a C stand for ten dollars yeah, a day. And that's the kind $10. of like mentality that what? like he's kind of coming to the set with. And it's a mentality of scarcity for sure. Mm-hmm. And Safety. it's just not safe. You know, and he's like, yeah. How is it not safe? And it's tough to kind of have a response to that. Yeah. Well, it's your but Kevin, so what I did. Yeah. So yeah. what I did, because I don't know how to answer that, how it's a not safe. So what I did was just I heard that kind of question. I brought it to the team and I says, what do you guys think? And they instantly were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, okay, good. So I'm not crazy. Yeah. And I went back to my DP and she was like, just come here. Just come here. Because I, I, there was no way I could bottle three guys' energy about like, that's fucking stupid. Because yeah. you would have took the heat. If you would have been like, no, he wants it. And some people would be like, we can do it, guys. Come on. It's like, have you talked to him? Like, no, we can do it. Screw that. Let's prove him. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, well, we'll kill ourselves. He he thinks that I have like just these like you guys are like my Lego bricks that I can just like move and put. Yeah, just tell you like guys someone... to do what I want. No, like you're someone... human beings. I have to like woo you, motherfuckers. And he thinks you do it with coffee. There was a funny moment where he was like, "How much coffee did I buy you?" I was like, "You can the argument right now." I don't fuck fuck coffee. You like coffee. <laughs> There's no that. amount of coffees that could be purchased that will make us carry a twenty by twelve. That would make you shake the board even more. Yeah, um, and I, I in, ref, in well, reflection. About the past. Like, it was like, hey, I got you. Basically, what have I done for you? You're at my mercy kind of yeah. thing. Wow. That's, not strong, that's not a strong argument. And then, I'm sorry to interrupt, but he also pulled <laughs> no, up yeah. the argument. He also pulled up the argument. How much work did you guys do? And we we're kind of chill. He was like, how about, guys, we were in the studio, and it was pretty chill, you know, but we're in the studio. Everything was lit, and they had to fly through scenes. But he's like, wait, so basically he's trying to pull up the argument that since you guys didn't work, really, we worked, but it wasn't really heavy. Do this. Jesus. Now it's going to start getting heavy to compensate. What is what is his position on set? Oh, he's, he's the, that cinematographer. 
the cinematographer, the, the cinnamon. He was the actual DP telling the you the Hollywood. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I he, he was like your subordinate or something. No, he's. Oh, I I I, I I would ask why would you want I would really I would spend time asking more questions in that environment but like no this was my boss trying to convince me to convince my guys to do that and that's I was an like, argument I that's I have a t- you, that's a tough sell to me my dude if I had like five of me I'd be like Meh! yeah that's tough though and that's when all you know sometimes we get the, you know we get these demands in all departments that we just can't achieve and they just say just figure it out and it's like how do we break the news like this isn't safe and um and my practice and thank god you you did what you did in my practice when we actually did do it when i had i didn't have a key grip when i was coming up or a gaffer like kevin they would be like hey guys we're gonna do it we're gonna prove to these guys that we're like the shit and every time we did do something we did do a 12 by 8 and get it over and we got it with wheels and it was a scene that didn't have dialogue so the need to be preserving sound is just to prevent adr we could have done one there's yeah. what i wish i did in reflection because what i end up doing is just having this one-on-one talk to the dp i should have went to the fucking sound guy and been like yeah hey, that's what i was saying three. i'm like since since when does the dp care about sound sound person? yeah right <laughs> and and should, I, sh- I wish i could another in. department yeah it's crazy but definitely i i i'm thankful i handle it the way i did too just because yeah. like i i was not about i look i'm i'm recognized i'm 26 and i and like charles my homie here is like 34 this guy's got like 10 years of life on top of my ass i cannot just start like convincing him of things you know what i mean i'm not just like I can't, I'm not like some 50 year old dude that's like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Carry three yeah. sandbags now. What are you doing? Like, oh I hate, God. and I hated those fucking kind of grips when I was coming up. That was always like, you gotta get ready, kid. You gotta carry a mambo combo and a ball buster in the that's floppy. a training. If you yeah, can't, you're not gonna make it out in Atlanta if you don't do that. It's like, what? You're gonna make it, you're not gonna make it out of here, son. <laughs> it's like, what is this one to grip? Or hold on, I gotta share real quick. There was someone no. who did fake it. Who did fake it and he got in the union and he couldn't take it. That should be arrived. Oh, no. They made he he lied and got into the union as an electrician. And how do, they how found do you out lie? how do you lie about something? He like figured that? it out. I mean, my hack was up there for figuring it out, but you know enough to lie. You know enough to lie, but he did, but they clowned him, they made fun of him, they talked shit to him. They're like, what the fuck's your problem? Oh. <laughs> After about a month or whatever he of retired. doing that, he, no, he learned it. And I'm like, you can't. Yeah, he that. got in the union. So once he got, now that that he was in, they were just like, take these courses. Take. <laughs> They're free. Just show up here at this time. Crazy. The, yeah. Oh, this history is so fun. I worked with another grip. He was, uh, he was, he went through the college. He went through the program to get into local lady grip, uh, at LA at LA Film School. And um, I was working with him on set. And I'm like, how many more days you got? He's like, oh, I just need four more union days. This guy didn't, he didn't know anything about gripping. He did, I told him to set a flag. It was all upside down. I was like, wait, hold on. Oh, and no. like he was, and it was just me and him doing it. And I had to like teach him all this. And I'm like, you're only four days away. I'm like, oh, you're going to get eaten alive. I had to like school and be like, you can't. I don't, I'm not the one to be like, I usually don't care, but I cared enough. I'm like, look, you're young. I'm like, you, you got to, you got to learn this stuff. We're going to make fun of you. Yeah. I, you know, and honestly, I have a, I have a uh, I hope this doesn't make me a bad person, but like I do feel every filmmaker needs not needs. That's kind of mean. I think that's a product of being hurt so much. I was gonna say though, 
you do need that like one day of set that kind of just like breaks the reality a bit or like you know i feel like when you go into like from like film school to like film set i mean that guy with the union days former former union days is pretty funny going through a school working as a grid for less than a year so i gotta be careful for people out there literally like Fake the fake it till you make it. Oh, I could do a whole season on this dealing with people I hired that faked it, got them on set, and it's like you don't know anything. Yeah, and it's like you got don't do that, guys. Know your shit, please. God, just be on. humble always. Is yeah. another message I have. It's just because like you know it doesn't mean you need to be this like. I've met a lot of people that like they get like a lesson or two in grip, and you know. It's like the hard way in a way. Or well, like it, too rough on them. <laughs> that's yeah. how you get along with grips. You just gotta be rough. When yeah, yeah that's very true. It's like you're in. If you're like, hey guys, I love this job, blah blah blah. Like, oh fuck off. No, like, they hey, will guys. eat you alive. They will not like <laughs> you, they will not talk to you. I hate this I, shit. I, I yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> like uh I I want I talked to a bunch of one time I just was day playing on the show. And there was like a bunch of like electricians and grips or whatever. I think it was like a mixed team. Um, and I just remember I saw them and I could tell it was them by their hardware or whatever. And I was just like, hey, are you guys the electrics? I just remember giving them shit. I forgot what the exchange was, but I was just like, they they just said something to the effect of like, who wants to know? And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Who, who wants, wants to know? Like, know? Who fuck, you who fuck myself? Like, I don't know. Like, a fucking... Got all this grip equipment on me. I'm like, fuck yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just gave them shit. I just remember like instinctually <laughs> giving them shit, and it worked. And like for the moment one, we like we started changing phone numbers, like <laughs> we changing Instagram. Those are real. <laughs> it really worked. I don't know. Oh no! It's, I think maybe that's human nature. A little, I don't know. It's, it's very so, specific. It's such an opposite yi gig effect. What you're taught to supposed to do go yeah. against the program of society people that's how you get what you want <laughs> yeah but I, but i do agree with charles like people um i wouldn't fake it till i if i if, if like god forbid like can you imagine this scenario like someone says get me a ctb and then they're like what the hell is that to themselves they're and like, they come they back you? with like a covid test and you're like what right. they have no idea what ctb is that's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> i thought i said ccd the cdc yeah like no i think yeah, that's, gonna, that's not gonna help the production so know your um language no i love your analogies Judy. Stuff, so well and i think it's funny because it's uh it's a double-edged sword for sure but like when you when you kill the ability to ask those kind of questions like what is ctv you you eliminate effective communication and it's also just time it's like yeah in film there's like a real time management of like you know production knows they got 12 hours i know i have 12 hours i'm trying to like make this day easy on everyone not stress anyone out the dp yeah. or my my friends and like i gotta make sure things are safe for people in some capacity, that's at least like I hope people are feeling safer with me around. Yeah, um, I feel safe and, with you around. And I think thanks. And I think For that's real. definitely a big part is just having the constantly the room to have people talk to you, uh, to ask questions. Um, and it like effective communication is tough because like even earlier I wanted to bring up a moment 
on set where I wasn't a genius and I was talking with my, my best boy about a build and I was just doing it in my head, but I was doing it incorrectly. I was basically, I was trying to add an eight by 12 build and was trying to like do a 12 by drape on one side, but I mentally couldn't understand that it, the drape couldn't come from the eight by side that I wanted. It had to come from the 12 by and my best boy's trying to explain this to me and I'm just, we're not having like a bad back and forth. It's not like it, we weren't being impolite, but I was just like, we were not on the same page. But then I realized my mistake when I got to the actual truck later and like, you know, Charles and the, uh, thankfully this, this grip that just showed up, who's like, a, we have a couple of red directors grips, you know, on the same, I kind of love the, uh, love these sensitive, uh, mm-hmm. thoughtful grips better than these kind of like hard, lovely, drugs, sensitive, sure. thoughtful grips. I am happy that I'm the hardest drug grip on this team, you know, for sure. You say drug? Huh? 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 What drugs? Where? Huh? Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> we don't do drugs, people. Hey, um, drugs do me. Drugs but it's do scary me. because in the back of in the back of everyone's mind, the second their call time is like started is like time, 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 time. That's why we have jargon to like save time to hey, communicate yeah. as less as possible. To, Example. Like, you know, that's why we I have walkies. That's why. But it's like adds more pressure. So you really have to know or like don't be scared to ask questions. Like I would I would I love to teach people on set and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I when think you're... we have to embrace that kind of uh that message for sure. I didn't mean to even cut you off. Sorry. Oh no, 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 no worries. Um it's just it's so much of the industry is like like such, it was such a toxic place for so long time that that was like a bad thing. I remember when like asking questions on set was viewed as like a weakness yeah and like i was afraid of asking questions on set yep. because i was i would be i would i would be scared to be embarrassed or i was scared that they would like make fun of me or they would tell me false information because that happens too yeah a lot of people would just would lie to you you know like, yeah. just, like make some bullshit up yeah because um, by the time or misinformation get... which totally happens on set where like right. you're oh, like yeah. hey oh. What are we doing? Oh and like, God, someone has the late, this last, late information to like the third new change that's happened in the moment. Yep, you know? I've been on sets like that, and it's like causes even more of a delay. And I'm like, that's not what I said. But it's like playing telephone. It's such it's a game of telephone. Could yeah. um, have telephone. Great at telephone myself. Well, we do those walkies. Talk about having both of the ears. Um, being on the DP command, and also being on my crazy ass talking to you on the other ear about um dipping um you know wet sandals um in someone's bag so like as a prank what? <laughs> don't know actually i would love if you did pull more pranks we got a couple more days on this. i i've been holding back man i've been holding back and i'm like i hope they'll get pissed <laughs> do it do it on the last day that's when you're supposed to do it was... the last day of production I try to keep, you gotta try to keep i bought the joke book um and it actually you yo, read it with you on set though well i'll yes, just read it's it awesome. and it's it, it's pretty it makes you feel better it just anything no, it does, it does, mood, it does. you know it kills the time you're like okay and hey a joke got me a job it got me my next job i'm not even kidding i paid my rent because i knew a joke what was the joke um oh why what uh what does oh how can you find will smith in the snow you know this one i think you've told this before but i forgot the answer his fresh prints. There you go. That got you a job. Wow. Got me a job. It wasn't the best one. I was like, E, I cringed. I'm like, I don't know. You cringe. You were told the joke and you're like, hey. And they're like, okay, you're hired again. 
Oh, God. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Get out yeah. of here. But goodbye. Bye. I'm like, that was it? Do this camera operating job? <laughs> Craziness. But yeah, how was that? Hearing two two people's different, like, hey, Kevin, get me this, this, this. And then here, hey, Kevin. Uh, I blah, blah, blah. hope to make it definitive after this job to never have two different walkie-talkies. <laughs> I, like, want to make it, like, I... I almost want to have like a legal like email. contract, like uh, yeah, in every in one of my email like footnotes says I will not work. Like it's I don't care if I'm sending you a recipe. It's gonna. <laughs> How did that happen? How did you have two, two walkies? Walkie <laughs> okay, so our DP has um, these comms. I, I've seen them more and more like recently in sets. They're great. They're great comms. They're not terrible, honestly. It's just I need one, not both, for sure. I can. This just, has been a stressful, like having. But it's just basically. I, I remember this is like big moment, right? I hate. I have one ear with just the DP, and the other ear with the production walkie with the grip channel, right? Um, and so it's like basically, it's this like microwave of a thing, right? It <laughs> like wraps around your head. I hate it. That's I hilarious. Genuinely feel like ear pressure after. Oh, I had there for twelve hours. It's awful um but it makes for effective communication for sure i hate how effective it is um <laughs> i hate how good you are you fucker <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um but there was this like moment of i've never been so overwhelmed in my life it was the most overwhelming experience i've ever had in my life i can think of recently at least um on the set where like i had the DP in one ear, and then I had, um, I think it was Walter at the time. I forgot whose voice it was, but like I had like the, the, my two ears going off, like with people talking at me, and then someone was also talking at to me about sound. I think oh uh, like was telling me about sound, something. And I like this guy. I don't mean any ill will. It was just like I was really overwhelmed by like these three different uh, like things. And I just like yelled hush. Like shut I, up. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, like fucking hush. And I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, I was so embarrassed. Oh. Like after I said it, because like there's oh. a director, there's children on set. Yeah. There was like yeah. a 14-year-old uh, young girl. You know, it's 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 embarrassing to to act like that. Well, it's wait, why why did you even have two? Like, why what is the I've never heard of two walkies in the same uh, I hope it's not going to be a more, I, again, we'll never, I will make it part of every email footnote. I will not work two walkie-talkies. That's insane. Uh, you yeah. can't function. No, no, I can't. Um, and it's effective when it's like the DPE with the, uh, the operators in the moment. Um, I think what I did, what I ended up doing yesterday, because what I what I was explaining happened like two days ago or something, and the other day I just took it off more. I was like, uh, you know, I'm kind of coming to this like realization. On um, some level, I have to like choose how overwhelming I'm going to allow this to be for myself. Hmm. Um, you know, you always have the option to walk we're making art this is a consensual hopefully fucking arrangement and not uh yeah. not in some form of uh capitalistic oppression uh <laughs> <laughs> um beep uh, but it's it's definitely needs to be safe like for sure yeah. um is it's 
the first and the bare minimum. Yeah, um, but also amen. what needs to take into effect into every single job and industry, not just the film, is also mental health. That's mm -hmm. literally hearing voices That's inside good. your head, two of them at the same time yeah. while you're trying to communicate with someone in front of you and you're trying to be as fast as possible and you're trying to listen to this while you're trying in a to very controlled environment too where like people are having like a many private conversations yeah there's a lot of shit going on yeah. you gotta you gotta kind of you know zone out but to answer your question hootie um they have two comms um because kevin is also the dolly grip um and in that he's, moment is it so kevin's also doing the dolly grip job which is a separate job people it's not the same thing. It's a one hundred and every. We should have a dolly grip and every it's like its own department. It's its own. Yeah. It's its own person. They only stick next you know, to the dolly like and they move the dolly and dolly. It's like yeah, the dolly is too. But these low budget productions, I'll call them out. You know, like they try to be like, oh, the key grip can also be the dolly grip. You yeah. know, or you know, oh, we'll find. And it's like no, it's a whole thing, especially when you're dealing with the professional. Um, Bit, uh fisher dolly you know those are like top of the line that needs to be They're, taken into consideration yeah it is but kevin's also doing two jobs and he has the dp in one ear telling him hey move the dolly this way so he you know the dp doesn't have to move he can communicate in one area to like uh his camera operators and his camera mm -hmm. assistants and also his dolly grip because kevin is now a part of the the camera crew for sure because the dolly is pretty much like it's grip but it's mainly camera because the camera goes on the dolly Right. Um, it's like, I have to listen for notes in the shot, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's also yeah. calling. He's also calling for um the dolly to be placed at a specific spot and also lighting changes. So yeah. the key, he's the key's doing the dolly part and also the key grip lighting part, which is responsible for shaping the light and this is pulling crazy. up shadows. This is bonkers. But yeah, it is. You know, and so like for someone, you know, and I've been in that position. I just took for a walk in the previous key grip. God fucking bless his soul he he walked the project um he had he on the wall he, he's like i have to go take a walk like a couple like you know after a while he was i have to go take a walk because he was feeling the stress you know yeah. every you know it's like weight coming down on you and mental health you know it can get to you and it can make you sour Absolutely. and it can make you a salty a salty grip which is why the grips get along when they're like i hate this job yeah. it's like deep peace it's like we all want something more it's like yeah we're up to yeah. stuff Oh, yeah, God. that's crazy. Oh yeah. my god. Well, I'm sorry you had to you're going through that. Or by the time this episode airs, you you have I hope you have gone. Past. I hope that but movie Kevin... blows up and makes us all fans. Great movie. Yeah. It's a great, it's a really good it's it's a good film. Like the story's great. It's genuinely, a story. if if I like I almost want to just like break N NDAs to talk <laughs> about it. It's a good story, it's about police brutality, it's about yeah, the victim and the 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 search for justice in a real life story of like someone uh, who husband was a victim of police brutality. Um, mm -hmm. And it's fucking, it's, you know, in some way there's a lot of this project that I want. I want this project to succeed. You know, I, I like mm -hmm. this process of making art. I, I have this like weird sentiment about, I read this like book that broke down about uh, uh, like, post-traumatic stress disorder in soldiers of the Vietnam War specifically in this book um and there's just this sense of like you become like when like certain like moral boundaries are like crossed like ideals on set or cross even maybe you kind of like 
sink back and you just find like solitude in your friends and like a moral horizon in a small and small group. Um, I feel I felt that for a long time in like G&E, but in this project and as, as like my role as key grip and especially just like me now and days, I'm trying to heal a certain amount of that sense to, uh, to, to kind of just care about like, you know, this project, this art, you know, there's people, you know, mm -hmm. uh, there's people that I need this check for sure. But there's also these the other people on set need this check, you know, like, and I just want them to be safe. You know, I, I, I know we, we've negotiated what we negotiated. I wish the world was like, you know, just like, Hey, you know, take take as much as you need or whatever. I'm not sure what what message to say there. <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be great if they did? Yeah, take what you need. Yeah, we wouldn't have to work. It's just like the bank is like, how much would you like? Yeah. Then would there really how be a purpose of living? Be? Now we're gonna go into some uh, philosophical. Is there a purpose of living? If I, I think genuinely, I do think genuinely, it be, it's one of the profound things about this art form in cinema and film production is consequently there is so much at play in terms of like human human interests um workers rights what is right and that just brings up a lot of oh god ethics. you know those Naturally. yeah oh well, you know those things we can't avoid these philosophical questions we cannot mm -hmm. no and logistical legit yeah. you know logic and reason um one of the branches but you know uh in the production office by law i know in like regular restaurants and stores and even like any place that hires people, they have that, like, by law. It's like a laminated, like, California workers law. And it has all the shit on there. You know what I mean? Um, for film, that, these are great questions. I want to have someone from my auntie, like, is that supposed to be on every set? Like, yeah. they should be abiding by certain laws and all that shit. You know, like, I always go to crafties on this movie. There was zero crafties. We've had zero water multiple days. In this country. Yeah, no waters, kid. But yet uh, they have two cameras, all the shit, rent ca have all the bullshit, techno cranes. Come on, y'all. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It just and, doesn't and make sense. The, the business of making movies at its core is not a business savvy like, industry. Um, so I understand how producers get all nervous. But it's funny, like their nervousness, what it consequently left to. The, the whole electric team left. The grip team like would have left. 20 times. It was a revolving yeah. electric team. Yeah. It was like yeah. a roulette. Like, who got the day? The revolving roulette. Um, there's just no way pinching these many pennies now made sense mm -hmm. if the saying holds water. Um, and now we need to spend all this money. I mean, I'm sure it must. They've... I'm so curious. I'm always constantly curious to talk to, like, uh, film producers and like what's their what's the sense in all this but i feel like if you're going to talk to the craziest person on set it would have to be the film producer because you know the the artistic endeavor in making movie makes sense not the business sense of it so like mm -hmm. yeah uh, but um, I, I, it definitely yeah. doesn't it does that's that's not me excusing like uh fucking you know human safety or not having water right you know it's just shit like they, they needed to hire more crafty people they needed to hire literally they needed need a craft they needed a crafty it's just like yeah. people that person trusted yeah they need they needed a crafty budget there was one day there was no crafties no craft service no food until 11 and then i made the smart ass remark i'm always the one making the smart ass remarks and get caught when like the coffee when i was going to bring you coffee 
I went to the crafties. There was no food. I'm like, hey, man, there's no coffee. I'm like, bad news. There's no coffee. And uh, the crafties person, she's like, there's coffee around the corner. It's been there the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's in another room. But yeah. they ran out of money. And I was like, oh, crafties is finally here. And she was like, I had to wait for the money to come. She's like, the money wow. finally came through to feed us. Hey, remember when I pointed? I'm like, I even said on the walk, I'm like, hey, guys, they finally got the money to get the craft crafty, so it's coming. And remember when I pointed, I'm like, look, they're loading it off the truck. They're loading it out of the car. The crafties into the car. I remember that, actually. And they, yeah. we were watching them slowly walk woman. into the table. One woman. It's one woman in her, like, what I'm assuming is her 40s. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like it's they like got, got the a family. van full of snacks for like yeah. at least eighty people. Yeah, it's like they got their family members to help with crafties and catering. Because like all I gotta do is just set up the food. All I gotta do is make food. It's like no, there's more than that. The yeah, budget, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Come on, y'all. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, oh my God. So it's been. I God hate. It, I hate to say it, but that means that means you have to come on again, Kevin. But yeah. that is a wrap on today's episode. Season seven, y'all. Or season, well, this is season six. But I'm saying this is, no, it's season seven. No, you're thinking ahead. Season seven, y'all. Uh, hey, no, get on it. But well, we, seriously, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like you've grown up a lot. Like I'm talking hey, to like show a picture. someone different. Which yeah, look yeah, at yeah. you. Throw us side by side just to show that side by like, side, for your difference. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what, though? On a positive on a positive note, the industry did good to you because some people, they grow up looking, you know, as you get older and working here, you look older and like beat up. You actually look better. You lost yeah. weight, yeah. don't you? Yeah. You know, you're my push-ups in when I can. You yeah, know, you went trying hiking. To, trying to get better. Yeah. You've, it's all you've, that ho- Hollywooding you've been doing on set, bro. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. this, it's all this brain functioning. You know, I got the two years going. My brain's just... Well, it's your, it's, it's your attitude too, man. And every day on set, you know, even if I'm miserable, you're like, just be positive. Like, have a good attitude. You know, yeah. we can move doing this and that aside from everything yeah. and the people. We're alive, and, you know? We're alive. And that's what it's about. Like, we love we're doing making this. an art. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's we, an intense thing. but we're It is. Of, you know, but, you yeah. know. I, I, I just want to leave a message of just love yourself, you know, like when whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, you know, just like take time to care and care about you and care bears you know yeah and care yeah. bears too. Yeah. think of a care bear shining its care bear stare down on you i love that now we have to have merch with like care bears on it but there's a yes company. and i'm the care bear wait can i be it's like my face you can, can yeah, I, yeah, we can make, can make a, yeah for sure 100 a, Ke- a kevin care bear kevin b bear kevin b Simmons. kevin bear Simmons. I knew it was going to come. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Kevin Bear Simmons. <laughs> but, but seriously, thank you to all who have listened to this episode. We know you love Kevin as much as we do. Kevin, thank, thank you so much for coming on. Um, but do you guys know what will help us immensely? Money. You, More money. Just leave a rating and review on any streaming platform that you're listening this to. Um, you know, just, just Google Set Stories Podcast. Uh, streaming service will come on just go ahead and write a rating and review for us let us know what you think about the show if you love it if you hate it if you yeah. want to be on we we want to hear from you that go, helps us go out get merch set yeah stories and we also merch have merch on set setstories.com see everything yep. podcast yep. merch subscribe to be a guest on the show share your yeah. stuff yeah we always have a good time 
Always, always. Have to with as you the just said, it's got the Care Bears there. Yeah, the Care Bears. He has the pose and everything. I love it. I love it. Oh my Water. god! I think they. I've, I've never seen an episode of the Care Bears, but I've seen a lot of Care Bears series, of course. <laughs> Kevin Bears cares. Hey. Kevin Bears. Kevin Bears. Kevin cares uh, for bears. He cares for bears, <laughs> and I care for beers. <laughs> Happy beer day, peoples. Happy beer day, everybody. Oh, anyway, we, we love you guys. Um, don't forget to follow us on set underscore stories underscore podcast or Instagram. And um, Kevin, what what can how can people follow you? I'm on uh, Instagram as Bevin Bibbins, B-E-V-I-N-B-I-B-B-O-N-S. You heard it here, folks. It's not enough bees in there. Come see the hilarity. That is my life. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, folks. Um, go ahead and give him a follow. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Stay kind. Be positive. We love you guys.